It is the Saturday Coffee Clutch with Heather Lofthouse and yours truly. And welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, grab a um, grab a, a mug. <laughs> Heather, I'm, a mug Cup shot. Really more oh, very clever. Um, grab your own mug shot and, and join us uh, this morning. So this week, Heather, uh, you know, we talk about the highs and lows of the week. This was a basically another kind of Republican all the oxygen in the air week between Trump's arrest and the Republican debate. Uh, what, what did you, what were you, what was on your mind? Where to begin? Well, so I, I mean, I watch it all on MSNBC late at night and I have the, t the whole team. I have Rachel, I have Chris, I have everyone while I make dinner. <laughs> so that's how I've been You're consuming it. You're making dinner late, late? How late at night are you having dinner? Well, I, you know, six to seven, I'm making stuff oh. in the kitchen. But so, okay. I mean, God, so where should we start with? I think the arrest. Well, the, I mean, the, the arrest, the interestingly, counter-programming. This is what Trump had in mind. He counter-programmed uh, in terms of taking the attention of the public. This is what every sociopathic narcissist does. Uh, they take the attention, suck the attention somehow from everybody else. So yes. the Republican debate, he had the Tucker Carlson interview. Uh, and then the day after, uh, the, he made a big deal out of the arrest, interestingly. The mugshot, you know, he must have practiced that in the mirror, uh, what, for days? Oh, I mean, for to sure. Get that, to get that look of defiance and yep. anger and, and uh, just, you know, uh, I'm really... I'm I'm under protest here and you and I and every every other Trump supporter, you know, we are all in this together. Right. And also I'm not a victim. Absolutely. Except I'm, pay me money because I'm a victim with my fundraisers. Yes, but don't keep the dime. It's it, it's Trump, but it is also um, I, I was interested. I mean, Trump doesn't have any boundaries, obviously. And he continued and has continued right, right through today, continues to, you know, just uh, uh, spout off about all of the, all of the just the judges and the, and the prosecutors and the potential witnesses and the potential jurors. And I mean, there's, there's absolutely nothing stopping him from doing this continuous harassment and potential intimidation, even though he has been instructed now six times not to by judges. Right, right. And he used the opportunity to go back on Twitter, which he claimed he wouldn't do, of course. I mean, it's just this bombastic barrage. It's wild to watch. And the fundraising he's doing off of it, you've been writing a lot on Substack, I have to say. And I did like your piece yesterday about symbolism and that there's no there there behind all of this it's all you know. image. And yeah, this is yeah. the classic tactic of a fascist. Doesn't want his followers to think. In other words, what a fascist, this is Hannah Arendt told us about this in mm -hmm. the 1940s. Uh, what a fascist does is basically say implicitly, this is the contract between the fascist and his followers. Uh, follow me and all the critical thinking, all the judgment, all of the analysis, all of the actual processing of information you can leave to me. 
I will give to you instead the reassurance that I am looking out for you. I am your voice. I am your, you know, I am basically representing you. I am you. Right. Uh, and uh, that's what Trump does. That's what he, that's, that's why it's so difficult for Democrats and for those of us who are in the world of facts and ideas and analysis and data uh, to, to, to even have any kind of a dialogue. Right. Now, some recent new polls say that people's trust in him is a little lower than we thought. I mean, how the hell do you trust that guy? <laughs> well, that's the point. If you, you either completely trust him right. totally, or you don't trust him at all. I mean, there's not a middle ground where I kind of trust him, but I kind of don't trust him. Uh, he, he is pulling ahead. And this is the big, big takeaway. He's pulling ahead from the rest of the Republican crowd. So that debate on Wednesday night was sort right. of a what it was sort of beside the point. I mean, nobody emerged as an alternative to, to Trump. Uh, DeSantis was sort of, I don't know how you felt about it. it I, I mean, I looked at that and DeSantis was, was almost a non-entity. He was, he was uh, kind of not only uh, gruff and inarticulate and angry, he didn't command the stage in any no. way. No, and robotic, just kind of, yeah. I mean, the only Pumped person along. who had any uh, uh, Trump appeal, if you want to call it that way, mm -hmm. was Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, Vivek. Uh, yeah, I know. Vivek Ramaswamy. And he was, I mean, he was so loud up there and kind of just shot out of the cannonball. And, uh, and, but and climate is a hoax. I mean, I try, I'm laughing because otherwise I'll, I don't know. It's no, not but, good. But, but I was interested in the dynamic. I mean, because he took all of the Trump positions. Mm -hmm. uh, he and essentially, uh, you know, everybody else attacked him instead of attacking Trump. Um, so in a way, they got off easy and mm -hmm. Trump got off easy, but the debate became even more irrelevant. Right. Now, you said, I mean, it's funny. So people either completely trust him or they don't. But then you have Governor Christie, Chris Christie up there saying this conduct is not befitting of a president. And then raise your hand if you're behind him, no matter what, and then raises his hand. I mean, talk about yeah. So, I mean, these it was like an authoritarian audition. It felt like a new bizarre reality TV show. And I think no one's getting hired. Uh, no, and, and, the, and the, what, what concerned me really, the positions, their positions on abortion, on climate and the climate crisis, on immigration, on education, are so education, far yeah. to the right of the positions of most Americans. I, I mean, they're even to the right of the positions of many Republicans these days. Uh, and so you get this kind of uh, weird uh, consensus uh, that is really not a consensus at all on the but, debate stage. But so why is that? If we know national polls, you know, and I mean, so why fixate on blowing up the Department of Education? Is it because this is the MAGA party line? I think so. I think so. Really, I mean, truly, is, though, this this is the MAGA party line, and, and Trump has completely taken over the Republican Party. The Freedom Caucus has taken over the Trump Republican Party in Congress, uh, in the House, uh, and you have these candidates 
who are the non-Trump alternatives who are really not non-Trump alternatives at all. They, they are more or less repeating Trump lines, uh, even if they are trying to take a position that is slightly anti-Trump, even if they are slightly criticizing Trump, they don't dare go too far. And that audience, of course, is ready to pounce. I mean, every time you have a live Republican audience, you know they are going to be solid Trumpers. Right, right. Now, can we talk about the economy a little bit? Because I know we've been hearing some murmurings from Powell about numbers, you know, and then what's been happening? Fox well, News Jerome, did a story you were, yeah, well, Jerome Powell. Yeah, well, Jerome, Jerome Powell made it very clear uh, at the Jackson Hole Economic Meeting and this is, you know, Yesterday. this also happened on Thursday. Uh, he made it very clear that he does not feel that inflation is yet under control. Uh, that's a signal to everybody, to the market, that he's going to continue. The Fed is going to continue to raise interest rates slightly. Right. Uh, but that spooks the market because it means that they don't, you know, the market doesn't know when the Fed is going to be satisfied. And uh, Heather, because there's always a gap. Uh, a, a kind of delay between when the Fed raises interest rates and when the economy responds, uh, that means that there is still a possibility of, of going into a recession. Uh, now, as I've said before, what Biden has done is put so much money into public investments, the CHIPS Act, infrastructure, uh, the you know, Inflation Reduction Act, all of the climate uh, kind of uh, a change, uh, wind, solar, etc. All of that money, uh, which acts as a kind of cushion against the Fed's attempts to slow the economy. Uh, and, and you know, the, the combination has been pretty healthy for the economy, but it's not clear how long that could go on. But you remind me, uh, on, on Friday, uh, Fox Business had a feature story about how Biden's economic policies, Bidenomics is actually helping rural Republican America uh, in some very substantial ways. I mean, the Treasury Department with a $10 billion home, homeowner assistance fund, and there's a $46 billion emergency rental assistance program, much mm -hmm. of this for rural America. Uh, a wow. $20 billion rural electrification. I mean, this is, this escapes the news. I mean, most people don't know about this. As long as the Republicans are sucking the oxygen and, the, and Trump is suck, sucking the oxygen out of the air, um, you don't know about all this going on, but this is very important to a lot of people. I know it. And so, but interesting that so Fox Business picked it up. I mean, you've seen the Biden campaign is doing neat videos on its Instagram and otherwise about this, but the mainstream media is not picking it up. No, mainstream media, you know, look at the mainstream media is in the business of making money. Let's be clear. Uh, and you make money. How do you make money? You show and reveal and have stories about feature stories uh, that evoke uh, the shame of it or all yep. the uh, wonder of it. I mean, yep. And that's what we get. We get yeah. it from CNN. We get it from even MSNBC. Uh, we're not getting stories about how good the economy is. Uh, people don't believe it because it's a kind of a vicious cycle. If they don't believe it, then they're, <laughs> you know, you, you can't get the stories through, and the right. stories actually don't have very much 
um, resonance. Right. Now, we've hit on this before, and I know you've said this a lot over the years, that your students come to you and say, you know, this is, I'm so depressed, and this is grim, and we're the last generation. I mean, you've shared some amazing things of what young people are telling you these days. But how do you find hope? I mean, a week after this, like looking at this one, it's so grim out there. Do you have any positive words for us? Yes, uh, but my oh. words oh. <laughs> are most Americans, uh, if you believe any of the polls, and I, I'm a poll skeptic, mm -hmm. I mean, really, I mean, particularly after the 2016 election, I said I'd never, ever believe another poll. Uh, but you have to at least pay some respect to the right. fact that the polls are showing uh, Biden with a fairly good lead. I mean, it's still neck and neck. Uh, too close for comfort. Uh, but Biden is, you know, with regard to the people who are actually going to vote, we're talking about suburban women, uh, mm -hmm. particularly, I mean, Biden has a, a very, very strong lead. Uh, and I can't help but think that as we get closer over the next six months, eight months into the Republican primaries, uh, and uh, even though Trump is pulling ahead, he's turning off more and more independent voters. Right, and they're right. gonna make they're gonna make all the difference. And finally, young voters. I mean, the people the young voters care more than anybody else about, for example, the climate crisis. Right. Uh, and, uh, and for logical reasons, they're gonna be around longer. They're gonna right. suffer the climate crisis if nothing's done about it. Uh, and uh, I think they are moving into the democratic camp in, in large right. ways. So in all those ways, um, if we're talking about politics, uh, I try to be optimistic. Right. And I do think the abortion issue cannot be underestimated. So much is happening around the country right now. South Carolina, Ohio. I mean, you look, it's not the headline, obviously, because we know what the headline is. But I think this is going to be such a critical issue. And I have seen on the digital front some interesting um, advertisements coming out and it's just we're going to hit on this the issue of roe trump saying i single-handedly blew it up you know this is critical for 2024 it's, it's, it's huge and not just among women uh, this right. is an issue this is a young person's issue young men i mean uh, and also a lot of conservatives uh, i have heard them say people in my classes who yep. are tell they say oh, we don't want government telling us what to do with our bodies, right. you know, the most intimate aspects of human life, government should not have anything to do with. Right. Uh, so I think you're right. I think this issue is a, is a big one. It's gonna hurt Republicans. Right, and the party of limited government, my foot. Yes, your foot and my feet. Your feet, um, what a feat. Okay, so plans for the weekend, can we do that? Is it too, well, it, it, is it too? There is a, there is a, a, a weekend. I mean, what's left of this weekend? I know. Um, and uh, what, what, what is your plan? I'm not going to tell you my plan until you give me your plan. Okay, fine. I'll tell. Well, so mine is, so we're back in school, right, for my 10-year-old. So I will do, everyone's tired. It's like the summer is exhausting and fabulous. And then can we please have the routine? Now we have the routine back. Everyone's tired. Um, I will be doing probably some hiking with my kid begrudgingly and my dog. Well, how exciting Ma is that? Maggie. 
Maggie. Maggie. You've met Maggie. How yeah. is Maggie? Yes. How is Maggie doing? Thriving. Yeah, well, I mean, Maggie has it's it a made. good life. She's um, got a dog. Maggie has a dog's life. I know. Um, so, you don't have uh, so a dog. I, no, no, no. Um, we've got a cat, oh. a wonderful cat. And uh, the cat is Loki, black, black, little tiny male black cat. And uh, Loki is, is well, you're sort of a dog person. I'm a dog person. I had a cat growing up, so I don't, I'm not an anti-cat, but I'm more of a dog person at this stage, I do have no, to I, say. I, do you I'm judge a, me for cat. that? Well, yeah, I'm a cat person. I think, you know, a dog people really are different than cat people. I don't want to get into, you know, too much subtlety here. I do. I wanna, well. Let's go deep. That's a miracle <laughs> no. we can clutch together. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a good topic, especially yeah. when you're dealing with Trump and you're dealing with the Republicans. I mean, yeah. I think most of them, they can't be, Trump, I'm sure he's never had a cat. I mean, you can't have a cat. Interesting. If you have an ego, right? Because <laughs> cats, cats, whatever you want, the cat wants to do something else. Right. Dogs he is do. a cat. He is I a mean, cat. you know, I think Trump probably has several dogs and some of them are actually real dogs uh around him but uh no this is interesting i mean he doesn't care for the dogs let's be clear come on but 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 it isn't but seriously isn't it a matter of how much ego you you have in terms of do you i mean again i don't want to get too personal but maggie (laughs) or overly simplistic or overly simplistic or stereo i don't want to get stereotypical no but you know maggie is uh you know she Maggie makes you feel good, right? That's so funny. I mean, she does. But you get uncon. You think your love from your cat is conditional? Then I mean, I my cat know. growing up was a nightmare. No, there's no but love from a cat. You don't get love from a cat. <laughs> yes, you, you cat, do. No, you don't. What you get love from is uh, is your own sense of responsibility and yes, the cat uh, and 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 kind of making the cat happy. And if but I think cat, they play hard to get all day, and then you get one little snuggle on the couch, and you think, "Woof, I did it!" Well, you get a little purr, a little yeah. purr, but they don't even look at you. You know, it's a completely different, <laughs> a, a different. What about does your does Loki ever bring you like a a dead mouse or even a butterfly or a anything? No, a little and present, then, and even the even the cats that bring you dead mice—that's a passive aggressive action. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, really? I don't think so. This is hilarious. I don't think somebody who loves me is going to bring me a dead mouse. I mean, that's kind of, come on. This is too funny. You're just, you're just, uh, you're a dog lover. And that's fine. I am. And I love you for it. But it's You do? I don't know if you do. (laughs) It's not. It's not. Uh, Well, at least we digressed. This is good. We did. We did. We we got out of our our Trump doldrums. I know. So I did want to say so many people. Trump doggerel. Mm, sorry. Um, so many people on Substack have said, can you please put up a transcript? And we've heard you and we've heard you and we're sorry. It's just the two of us. And so we, luckily, Substack has announced that it is doing auto-generated transcripts of anything we record. So is let's see how that goes. Are they, is this, are I they think going it's to just regular intelligence and some computer so programming. So this is not transcripts, just imagined transcripts. These are actually transcripts. Yeah, things we say, and I think it'll look nice. And again, it's auto-generated, so forgive any typos. And I think they got to figure out who's Heather and who's Bob. You got it. They'll there'll be a version 2.0 that's a little better. But we're excited to be able to tell you that right. there will be a transcript after many right. people have asked for that. Wonderful. 
That's great. On that note. On that note, Heather, it is a pleasure. I'm going to take my mug shot and uh, my coffee mug and you do too. You have a great rest of the weekend, a great walk with Maggie. And uh, I will, I don't, I can't even, I can't even take Loki for a walk. You should do it. You, I've seen cats with harnesses. Well, it's, it's very difficult. I mean, cats don't want to walk. No. Anyway, everybody out there, you have a great week. We will see you, talk to you next Saturday for another Coffee Clutch.